everyone, and welcome to the pilot episode of FAM, Friends and Magic. It's a Magic the Gathering podcast brought to you by Swagoy Gaming. My name is Bill Grennan. Everyone calls me Brasky, and as always, I will be joined by the mighty Linguini, Caroline Cavanaugh, Conan Hawk, Eric Hawkins, and Mr. Toolshed, Sean Gallagher. What's up, FAM? The sky. How we doing? Hey, this is Sean. Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. Welcome everybody to Fam Friends and Magic. This is kind of a this is a new thing for us. We we saw uh, a great opportunity to just not only talk about the many ins and outs of Magic: The Gathering, but also talk about it from a team perspective. Uh, because what's better than playing Magic: The Gathering by yourself? Playing it with a team, playing it with friends. That's what the game is all about. And speaking about Magic: The Gathering, how's everyone's week been? You know, uh, Caroline, let's start with you. How's your week of magic been? Um, Well, it's only Monday, but it's been pretty good so far. Yesterday I played in a in-person arena tournament at a local like e-sports stadium thing. Um, It was basically just like an unsanctioned, you know, small event. And it felt like the coolest thing I've ever done. Like there was a stage with lights and headsets and it, it was very unique, and I would recommend it for anyone that has anything like that in their area. Just do them all the time. They're so great. Did it have pyrotechnics? Not this time. Maybe next time. Ask them. Yeah, that's next time. Just ask them to hit like all the discount. Like Fourth of July is long over. Just hit the clearance center and just get a bunch of sparklers. And no one else has pyrotechnics but you. They call your name and you just light some sparklers up and wave <laughs> them around while you're going at the same time. You know, I could really make this happen. Uh, be right back. I got to send a message. <laughs> and speaking of sparkly personalities, Eric, how's your week of Magic been? Uh, my last week was pretty great. I got to play in the Fandom Legends event uh, last Thursday. Uh, this weekend, I got to play in the E-League event, uh, which doesn't air for, until Wednesday this week, so can't give any spoilers there. Uh, played some modern paradoxical outcome on my stream, which was awesome, and coming up, Tomorrow, uh, we'll get to do the arena preview event, uh, which is uh, given to me by Watsi. So hashtag sponsored, I suppose. That's going to be really, really, really fun. I, I I am excited for you about doing the arena preview event. Do you know like um, what all the preview event entails? Are you just going to be like homebrewing decks? Are you going to be playing special events? What goes on with that? Uh, so the, the preview event starts at 10 a.m. my time and goes until, I believe, 8 a.m. the next day. And they just give you a four of standard account and you just get to go wild. Uh, You can also do sealed, but most of the time, or for me personally, it'll be mostly standard and just, you know, brewing until my heart's content. Love it. Brewing until his heart's content. And we all know that someone's very special to our hearts. And that is Sean Gallagher. What have you been doing with Magic this week? Yeah. So I've been kind of getting ready. I have two tournaments in the next couple weeks. Uh, Legacy. So I'm pretty excited. Be playing Zach Allen's Jeskai Mentor deck from the SCG Open last weekend. So I'm kind of, I just got the deck today, uh, played with it on Moto all week. So I'm just kind of getting ready with that deck, you know, figuring out the tech I want to use and things like that. But I'm pretty excited to be playing that deck. I love, you know, Jeskai Colors is what I've been playing for seven years now. And I get to play the best magic card of all time, Jace the Mind Sculptor. So pretty excited about that. Oh, 
you you are a gloriously horrible, wonderful person all at the same time. <laughs> playing Jace the Mind Sculptor. Also, this this I'm writing this note, like this is our pilot episode podcast. I'm making this note right now that when we talk about how's your week at Magic been, Bill gets to go first because y'all are amazing, uh, awesome Magic the Gathering players, and I am, comparatively to you three, very, very new to the game, so you guys are doing all these things. Bill, what's your week been? I'm playing Jeskai Super Friends in... Core 20 constructed. That's that's what I've been doing. Playing a lot of Jeskai, playing my super friends. Je- you know, I'm with you, Sean, that Jeskai is just is just my favorite grouping of colors. I don't know why, but it just speaks to me on a spiritual level. Maybe for 4th of July, we have to do a whole episode about the Jeskai color pie. Boy, I'll lead that conversation, let me tell you. I've cast a lot of Jeskai cards in my life. I don't care if we'll get a copyright strike for it. I'll just play a proud to be an American in the background constantly. Wait, whoa, whoa, wait. <laughs> I object. <laughs> just, so, I would like to celebrate Canada Day first. Okay. That's the same colors though, right? Well, Basically. it's what? Boros. We'll do Boros. No, it's not. Is that what we're gonna do? We should go through like every like specific color combination, find a country's flag that matches it, and celebrate their country's like, national holiday based off the color pie of Magic the Gathering. Oh my god! And color pies aside, uh, the wonderfulness of Jeskai aside, because we could go on for that about hours and hours and hours. We do have uh, some wonderful news because it's getting. Well, by the time this gets released, it'll probably be the time that the throne of Eldraine has been released. And there is going to be so much to do, including checking out uh, Eric's stream to check out that Magic uh, Arena preview event. But the one thing I want to know, amongst all the cards that have been spoiled, what are the favorites among the group? Caroline, let's start with you. What has been your favorite card from the throne of Eldraine so far? Well, the card I have written down here is called Once Upon a Tron which isn't quite what the card is called. I believe it's actually called Once Upon a Time. Um, But I'm very excited because I love when my pet modern deck Tron gets some new, fun, exciting things that are definitely not broken in any way. And what's more not broken than free spells? Uh, So this is a instant, a one and a green instant that um, if it is the first spell you cast on in the game, it will be, you don't have to pay the mana cost. Uh, and you look at the top five cards and see a creature and or land and put it in your hand. So I'm pretty excited. Beautiful. Beautiful. Now, what else you want to do with that card? I mean, you are just looking forward to, I think a, you're chomping at the bit with a lot of these cards to add it to some of your decks. Uh, is, is this something where beyond this one card, what are some, are there some of the others that are sticking out there that's saying, I'm going to make use of these things to do some really degenerate stuff? Oh, I'm sure there's a lot. Uh, I haven't quite looked into that yet. So this is my one. This is the one card I know is going to be great. And then everything else will appear shortly. You and I are in the same spot. I'm going to pick that one card. I don't even care if it's good. Uh, I just want to pick that one card and start going off and finding different ways to make that card work. Eric, what about you? What's the one card from Throne of Eldraine that stands out to you? Uh, So with Throne of Eldraine, I actually like the overall theme of the entire set Uh, for those that followed on the SCG circuit, they had like the little player cards. And one of the things that I had on my player card was uh, that I, I just basically love all Disney movies. And my favorite Disney movie of all time and actually favorite movie of all time is Beauty and the Beast. Uh, so Love Struck Beast is my favorite card from this set for that specific reason. 
If you could be one character from Beauty and the Beast that's not the Beast, who would you be? Um, I think Bell's dad. Bell's dad is awesome. Uh, he's just like a crazy old inventor <laughs> and uh, is just kind of out there and everybody kind of looks at him funny. And uh, But I mean, like, he just like seems like he has some like wild stories like way back in the past or something. Heck yes. I was not, if all the things I would expect you to pick, I'd be like Lumiere, uh, the clock dude. Nope, nope, Bell's dead. And in hindsight, brilliant choice. Absolutely brilliant choice. <laughs> that's that's just Eric in real life, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he was just mom. You should probably look into some royalties about that, Eric. I, I'm pretty sure you're owed some money from Disney about that. Yeah, just sit in my basement making making crazy uh, crazy contraptions. I love it. I love it. Sean, what about you? If there's one card from Throne of Eldraine, what's the one thing that stands out to you? So one thing I'm a huge fan of are very unplayable magic cards that say draw a card. Um, I'm a big fan of the two mana enchantment that uh, when you draw your second card every turn, you make a little one, one fairy. Um, This card might actually be mildly playable, but I really just love enchantments that draw cards. I was a huge fan of fevered visions when that card was in standard. And this card is very reminiscent to that for me. Uh, I'm just a huge fan of those kinds of strategies. Just drawing as many cards as I can every turn and getting some good clean value out of them. I dig it. I dig it for me. You know, I, I'm the type of person that, um, let's face it. As much as I love Jess guy, I am a, a dirty, dirty mill player at heart. I, there's nothing that gives me more joy than to play uh, a real funky mill deck. And if the only thing that brings me more joy is to quote some really great movies. So for me, my favorite card is didn't say please is that when someone's going to play something, I'm going to go and drop that down and say, ah, 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 didn't say please, counter that target and put <laughs> cards into their library. And I only Is wish- that a real card? I Oh, yeah, didn't say please. It is a uh, one and double blue instant that counters a target spell, and its controller puts the top three cards of their library into the graveyard. And I'm going to be that guy from Jurassic Park, and I only wish it was yeah. didn't say the magic word, but I'm just going to keep going, didn't say the magic word, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Uh, 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 just over and over and over again. And then I'm going to figure out some way to get so those instants weird. back. I'm going to bring those instants back in, and I'm going to keep doing it over and over and over again. And then I will have no friends, which is why I play Jeskai Super Friends, because I will have none because I'm a dirty mill player. <laughs> I did want to know friends. one thing about that card. So if you have, like, the soul read on your opponent, and you're like, and you just, like, go to play a spell, right? And you're just like, can I cast this creature, please? Are you allowed, then, to cast that counterspell? Is it? <laughs> in reality yes um because i am a gentleman no no it, they they i will obey the please part about that and say you know what you got me you got me i'm gonna let that i'm gonna let this spell resolve because then they'll they'll rest on their laurels and then they'll try to play another great card and just go bam and then mill them a little bit longer and then just go from there that's what i'm gonna love um now whether or not people still want to hang out with me after i play this yeah it goes it goes different ways, but I know that uh, that's just a handful of cards from the Throne of Eldraine that we are all looking forward to. And the other thing that we kind of look forward to, uh, as we said, is that this podcast, uh, you know, Friends and Magic, is is all about playing Magic t- the Gathering together with others. And in our specific context, uh, it is uh, amongst uh, the wonderful team of Swagoy Gaming. And Swagoy Gaming has many different competitive teams, Magic the Gathering being one of them. And the sole purpose of Swagoy Gaming is to help bring uh, amateurs 
to the professional level is to help people get better. Those that want to play their games competitively, we help them get better to get to that higher standard that they want to be at. Um, as such, teams have meetings and we discuss topics about how to improve at the game. And one of the topics that was discussed this week uh, amongst the Sugoi Magic the Gathering team was how to brew standard decks. And there is one person in this little podcast that knows all about brewing standard decks, and that is Eric Conanhawk Hawkins. Uh, Eric, talk a little bit about what you discussed with the team on how to brew standard decks. Uh, so yeah, so basically how um, I've been doing this for the Star City Games um, circuit for a long time because they usually do a standard event as their first event um, of when a standard set rotates. And um, so I just like like to look at how the spoiler is kind of like going out, like what the synergies are in that spoiler, because Watsi does like to push certain synergies and seeing if those any of those synergies look like... You know, just like powerful enough to be standalone synergies on their own without any help from other sets or if other sets help them become powerful. I also like to look at which cards improve old decks um, because the old decks, if they're still there and they still have their core cards, can just be improved with new sets or new cards from the set that is coming out. And then finally, I like looking at results um, from like the 2020 standard event that we have on Arena uh, this is the first time that I've seen a event like this where a huge rotation is happening and then we still have a like a result from an event that kind of like shows us how the set's gonna like um how the how the decks are gonna be before the set comes in. And um so like yeah, just like looking at the the what the spoilers can add to those those type of decks. And so when you look at, you know, a lot of us have got a chance to play that kind of core uh, M20 constructed and get a feeling for, uh, you know, what's what's strong right now before these cards coming in. And so in your opinion, what do you think uh, might be uh, a deck or a color combination or some uh, archetype that uh, will will be one of the first things you play in standard when when this set comes out? Uh, the deck that the two decks that I'm looking at specifically are the Calamity Red deck. I think they get a huge upgrade with the land, uh, the red land that allows to pump your creatures at instant speed, and then also the feather decks. Uh, I think the feather deck has to move into Naya, and the one thing that's kind of holding it down currently is its mana base, but uh, the uh, the new fabled uh, fetch land is going to help it a lot in fixing its mana base. Yeah, absolutely. What about uh, everybody else? Carolyn, uh, if there's uh, a deck that you are interested in exploring, or at least, you know, an archetype or a, a specific um, group of cards that you're looking forward to in standard. Uh, what is what is that, that for you? Or that answer can be nothing, and you want to see what everyone else is playing. Well, I do want to see what everyone else is playing because I'm not the brewer of this podcast, but I can tell you of a combination of two cards that I'm very excited for. Some might shorten it to a combo. Uh, follow me if you would. Uh, turn one, a green source that will allow you to play the best card in standard, as always, the O3 Arboreal Grazer. Uh, this will allow you to play a second land on turn one. I know, I'm insane. And then untap on your second turn of the game, play untap blue source, let's say. And let's play Oku, our new Planeswalker friend. And Oku has an ability, one of the minuses, I believe, that can turn our O3, our lovely O3 friend, into a 3-3. Three, three. 
And now have we done it. <laughs> On turn two, a Planeswalker and a 3-3. You're welcome. Thanks. That's it. <laughs> All right. Go home, everybody. That's it. Caroline's... I broke standard. <laughs> She's got it. We're done. Um... My, the set might as well not even come out. That's that's all I can say because we. I I legit want to know if this is something I can do going forward because I'm very excited. Oku actually looks extremely powerful. Maybe not the three three part. But. And Sean, what about you? What's something you're looking forward to in standard to try and make something uh, make something spicy? Yeah, kind of what I was touching on earlier. I'm a huge fan of the draw as many cards as possible strategy. So the is a drake's deck that was in standard you know a year ago or whatever i'm gonna try to play a deck like that where i just play some value creatures and just draw a bunch of cards and have some effects there's the new three drop i think it's an O four that when you draw your second card of a turn you just get to start lightning bolting things so that's pretty powerful and then make a one one if every time you draw a second card you make a one one and lightning bolt something that's a pretty good magic card, I'd say. So I'm pretty excited to be playing that kind of deck. I'm excited just for just for whatever. There's going to be some deck that comes out that nobody was expecting, and it's going to take us all by surprise, and it's going to revolve around one of these cards that just no one really thought would be anything specific, anything powerful. And then the next thing we know, oh, great, welcome to this this broken madness. And then could you imagine a world where there's cards like archetypes that f- that come together so wonderfully that to fairy three isn't a thing? And I don't know if that scares me or if that could be something great. Because less Teferi is is better in my opinion. Even though I'm a chess guy player, I'm done with Teferis. A uh, one mana three three seems like that could help against Teferi. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, Teferi will just bounce the one mana three three, right? I mean, then I get just... to play Arboreal Grazer again. <laughs> the value. I've cast more Teferis than everyone in this chat combined, and I'm sick of Teferi. Soundbite. I've played it in all formats, including EDH, and I'm done. I will try to never register any Teferis in my deck again if possible. It's true. He's played so many Teferis that he just he doesn't even know what the card does anymore. He just knows that he plays it. He just plays it, clicks buttons, and he wins. That's that's about what it is. Um but as much as uh, Sean Gallagher, Mr. Toolshed, wins an equal amount, if not more, he loses. And sometimes he loses in glorious, glorious ways. And that is what brings us to what is probably my favorite part of this podcast, where we talk about Sean Gallagher's biggest punt from the past week. Sean, what what was your biggest uh, achievement of ineptitude this week? <laughs> All right, so... I've been playing a lot of Moto recently to try to get back into Magic, so I've taken a little bit of a hiatus. So, being myself, I was playing Devoted Druid on Moto, and I played against Tron, and they played the Karn the Grey Creator, and I just forgot that card had text against me, so I gained infinite mana with my Devoted Druid deck. With the Devoted Druid and the Vizier of Remedies, I have infinite mana. World's my oyster, you know, and... I play a Stoneforge Mystic, and I'm like, I type to him, just being a complete fool. I said, I think you're dead. You could concede now. And I just forgot that I can't equip my artifact to my creature because Karn says you can't activate abilities of artifacts. <laughs> and I just had infinite mana and just lost the game because then he killed me the next turn, basically. He just wiped my board. So, yeah, that was pretty great. Uh, lost the game. Uh, I was 3-0 at that point in that league, so was on the brink of feeling good about myself. And then I logged off a of moto for the night. So 
<laughs> I was going to say, how much of a tilt was that for you? Or did you just see it and just go, you know what? Yep. Nope. I'm just, just going to click that button and I'm going to walk away. That's all it's going to be. Oh, I've, I've done a lot worse things than that, but <laughs> this podcast would be a lot longer if I touched on every play mistake I've ever made in my life. So we'll, we'll keep it to one a week, but <laughs> I was a little, I had to get, I had to get a drink after that. I was a little upset. Yeah. And you know, I, uh, being the, uh, the, the most novice magic player among us, obviously I play flawless game. I make no mistakes whatsoever, including the fact that no matter how many times I've played the card, I still don't read the passive text of Narset and still think that I can draw more than one card in a turn and still get tilted every single time I try to do it. And you hear that 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 noise from the arena client that just that wow 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 and it's the most tilting noise ever. I, it drives you nuts. And then I look at what I've done to myself and I say, oh, not okay, I need to step away from that point. I'm excited because I'm playing Legacy in a couple weeks, and I have both Narset and Jace the Mind Sculptor in my deck. So I hope to have a Narset in play, and my opponent plays the Jace the Mind Sculptor and tries to draw three cards, and they just don't get to. I just mind rot them. I'm pretty excited for that. I'm sure it'll happen more than once. There's nothing good about what you do or who you are <laughs> playing that dirty version of Magic. <laughs> oh, um. I know. Well, that's that's some of the glorious punts that we've seen this week. Uh, Eric... Uh, Caroline, is there anything uh, in terms of throwing matches this week that you'd like to submit, or were you flawless this week as well? Oh, well, I'm flawless all the time. It's true. Um, and I would say that I didn't make any mistakes, but I'm pretty sure there's just a thought of it at the arena tournament that I was at. I was at 10 life, and I cast uh, Command the Dreadhorde, great card. Uh, I chose to get back eight life worth of items. I was so proud of myself. I got a Teferi. I got something from my opponent. I don't even remember. Uh, and then I looked at the board and realized my opponent has two one ones in play and then hit concede. <laughs> so, yes, I have to have made a mistake once or twice. Eric, what about you? Uh, I definitely make a lot of little mistakes, but uh, I've been working on uh, making it so that I don't make big play mistakes. So getting my lines like, you know, the the overall thinking of the game much better, but uh, just a ton of like little mistakes, mistapping mana and stuff like that for sure I've done this week. Um, yeah. So I got to get better at the little stuff. Absolutely. There's everything that we all can get better at. And that's, that's, that's kind of the other thing we always like to talk about. Our next little section that we, that we think is a cool thing to discuss is what's the one thing you are doing to get better at Magic the Gathering this week. You know, I think anyone who's listening out there, whether you are a very experienced player, whether you are very, very brand new to the game and you're just exploring Magic Arena for the very first time, um, it's always important just to set yourself uh, a goal or just to focus on one thing to get better at for the week. Uh, And as such, you know, I'll start off with mine as the relatively new player. For me, it's just really, as I said, you know, focusing on passive abilities, focusing on triggered abilities and mana abilities, uh, knowing and really mapping out my plays, knowing that if I do this, it's going to do this, then this, then this. Or if they play this in response to this, it's going to do this and this and this. I'll always go one or two steps ahead, um, but I find myself playing too fast all the time and just knowing that it's going to happen one after the other after the other. And then next thing I know, I make a play too quickly and I've, I've screwed up something and thrown the game that way. Um, so that's what I'm doing is to focus on getting better at Magic the Gathering this week. Uh, Caroline, what about you? What are you doing to get better at Magic? 
Um, well, I am a type of magic player that learns through repetition. And so often I do better in constructed. Um, but one way that I'm trying to improve my limited game is by playing more. Uh, and I hear this weekend, there's a couple of events I can maybe play in here or there, or maybe four times a day, uh, because this weekend is Throne of Eldraine pre-release. And I have lined up, I believe, four different pre-releases to go to in Vancouver. Um, I haven't been here for a while, so I'm visiting different people at different stores and doing like a little tour. Um, but I'm really excited. I get to learn the cards while having fun and you know, I'm not super worried about my gameplay during these pre-releases. I'm more here to just get familiar with the card names, not be surprised when my opponent says you didn't say please and be very confused <laughs> um, and just really learn all the cards. And then next week, be able to take that into some more competitive play. Awesome. Eric, what about you? What are you doing to get better at magic this week? Uh, this week, I'm focusing on deck building. Um, the big thing with the tomorrow's preview event uh, I wanted to make sure that the decks that I built are functional. And so I've been working with like trying to focus on synergy based decks and then also like building them with like sideboarding in mind so that when you do sideboard, you don't break up the main deck synergies too much and just like end up with like, just a pile of cards that don't function together. Uh, so yeah, just trying to like streamline my deck building processes. Awesome. And speaking of someone who, as much as he punts the game away, he also has things that he can do better. Sean, what are you working on this week? Yeah, so my next event is a team event, so we'll be playing Standard Modern Legacy, so I need to kind of keep track on both Standard and Modern, so I'm going to be doing a lot of construct or uh, limited testing this weekend, be doing some pre-releases, make sure I know what all the new cards do, just in case I need to help out my Standard player at all. Um, kind of like Caroline said, just I'm really good at repetition, or I really like the repetition, so I just want to get as many reps in as I can. So I want to try to do as many pre-releases so I understand what all the cards do. So if my standard player needs help, I can definitely be there for them. Um, one of the most fun things about team tournaments is always being able to help your team, and I want to make sure I can do that for them. Absolutely. And that just kind of is is a snapshot of what we're all doing to get better at Magic the Gathering this week. So it's something that we would like to know from all you as you listen to this for the very first time is uh, what was your big punt uh, this week? Where did you screw up and what are you doing to get better at the game? Let us know uh, by tweeting us at Swagoy Gaming. That's S-W-A-G-O-I Gaming. Uh, and let us know what you're doing to get better at Magic the Gathering or what was the big screw-up you had. Because I think the more that we can share in our failures and the more that we can support each other and trying to improve at the game, uh, the better off we'll all be. And that way it makes the, the failures sting a little bit less and it makes those victories just that much sweeter. And uh, speaking of sweet... Short and sweet. That's what this podcast is going to be for this first pilot episode. And uh, that's going to do it for us for this very first episode of FAM, Friends and Magic. But we hope uh, that there will be many, many more to come. And as always, you can learn more about our organization. You can visit www.swagoi.com. That's S-W-A-G-O-I.com. And you can meet all the members of our various competitive teams from Magic the Gathering to Hearthstone to fighting games and more. Uh, but, of course, you can find us all over the internet. Uh, Caroline, let's start with you. Where can people find you on the internet? Many places, but <laughs> the best places to find me where I'm at my best <laughs> is probably Twitter. Uh, I'm at Mighty Linguini, M-I-G-H-T-Y-L-I-N-G-U-I-N-E. Uh, I'm also on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Mighty Linguini because 
consistency. Um, I stream Wednesdays and I have a unique stream format where I bring on a guest each week. The guest is almost always related to the magic community in some way. Um, we don't always play magic. Uh, we will be this week, for example. I'm actually doing the preview event as well as Eric. So I'll have a guest on uh, playing some sealed. We're going to jam some sealed tomorrow which is not a Wednesday, I realize, but uh, yeah, but every Wednesday I stream and I'm on Twitter all the time. Awesome. Eric, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me on Twitter at Conan Hawk. Also, I stream Monday through Friday and uh, as long as my travel schedule allows it, but most Monday through Fridays from 10 a.m. Central Time to roughly 430 p.m. Central Standard Time, and that's twitch.tv slash Conan Hawk. And Mr. Toolshed, Sean, where can people find you? Yeah, I'm kind of a filthy casual, apparently. So you can just find me at Mr. Toolshed. Um, I'm going to start streaming soon, but I need to get a new computer first. So working on that. That's the next thing you're going to do to improve at Magic is get a new computer so you can start streaming <laughs> and casting all your stuff. Exactly. Awesome. And of course, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Brasky1142. And as always, you can find out everything that's going on with Sugoi Gaming at Swigoy.com. So for everyone else that's a part of the Magic the Gathering fam, my name is Brasky. We are Friends in Magic. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Bye, fam. Bye. 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 Sassy.